there, Christine, and it's the Laterpreneur podcast that you're listening to. If this is your first time, welcome. It's actually spring here in Australia, and I find, for me anyway, that it often makes me feel like I just got to do some decluttering, you know, get rid of stuff that's been sitting around. And for me, uh, something that's been bugging me for a while is digital clutter which is the topic for today. I'm just actually back from two days away from my birthday and I went up the Blue Mountains. So for those of you who are not in Australia, that's just west of Sydney in a lovely area, up in the mountains obviously, a very popular tourist uh, area um, if you ever do come to Australia. And I just had two days of R&R by myself. It was lovely to just get away and be somewhere different and I was largely off the computer the podcasts I had had to um, produce three podcasts in advance at the end of last week so that I could have my three days away without having to do a podcast so that's what I did now onto this topic of digital clutter I don't know about you but Oftentimes, we download stuff and we save stuff because we think we might need it one day. Oh, that sounds really good. I reckon I could use that. The thing is, I've been constantly pivoting my business ideas for about 18 months. And what that means is every time I get in, this is what I'm going to do now, right? I end up, okay doing courses, downloading freebies, doing all the stuff for a particular topic or idea, and then I move on to the next one. How that looks for me is about 18 months ago, I decided I was no longer gonna do a job. I wanted to go full bore on doing an online business, but I didn't know what that would be. So I decided to um, go from being working in an office as a, office administrator and I would use those skills as a virtual assistant. Started out thinking generalist, yeah that sounds good, but what I realized, and I didn't even get any clients by the way, was that a generalist VA is not much different to having a whole lot of bosses who, as your clients, who need stuff done at a certain time. And I thought, hmm, don't know that I like that idea. So then I decided I might specialize and become a podcast manager. I'd heard about this late last year and that sounded like the go, you know. But again, you're dealing with clients, needing to get clients, which I never did. And in the meantime, I'd done five courses to do with podcasting and still hadn't done my own podcast. And I just felt, how can I possibly offer services of podcast management when I don't even know how to do a podcast with all the techie bits and how to do it, you know? To me, that didn't make a lot of sense. And then I thought, yeah, it doesn't seem to resonate so much now. And this is something that I'm learning about me particularly. That's okay to be all in on one thing and then realize down the track it doesn't light me up anymore. And now more recently, I've decided the more passive income business model is what I want to pursue and have digital products. Uh, 
I don't quite know how that's going to work out and I know there's a lot of work at the beginning before you get to this idea of passive income which is what everyone wants you know we want to put in minimal effort to have a great business but it takes time and it's not overnight I know all this but that's sort of where I'm at now so what I've realized in doing all these kind of pivots throughout the last 18 months I've gathered an awful lot of material uh, all sorts of um, downloads as I said course material uh, and, and it just goes on and on let alone all the emails pertaining to each of these things and I thought this is ridiculous I'm, I feel like I'm drowning in it you know I don't know if you ever feel like that with your computer stuff or maybe it's just me but I, I did some googling and came across an article where she talks about there's actually five different types of digital clutter well they're not totally different but you know what I mean the first one is the wishful thinking clutter where you say, oh, I'll get to that someday. I mean, I've got a lot of that in there. There's a lot of things I've said, oh, I'll get to that someday. Well, that's a good resource. Don't want to get rid of that. But it just sits there and gathers proverbial dust. The second type of digital clutter is your homeless clutter. Now, this is all the miscellaneous files, folders that you might know where else would I put this. So where does it end up? On your desktop. And for me, there is, I don't do this, but a lot, I know a lot of people do. For me, there is nothing more frightening than opening up your computer to start the day and the desktop is covered in files. I can't think of anything worse, but maybe that's just me. So I don't do that, but I've got my files well hidden away and categorized in different folders. I'll talk to you about that in a minute. So that's your second type. The third type is the what if clutter. What if I need it someday? It's similar to your wishful thinking, I guess. But the what if clutter, it's very much what if I lose it or I can't find it? What if I've, I've just got to have it? There's a lot of fear around this kind of clutter and it's not really a place we want to be. The fourth kind is your obsolete clutter. Now this one's very applicable to me. It's um, having clutter and having downloaded a whole lot of stuff, as I said, to proceed in a certain direction in your business or your life. And suddenly that's not the direction you're going anymore, but you've got all these resources. So for me, that is more my type of clutter at the moment that I'm wanting to deal with. And the final type of digital clutter is actually sentimental clutter. These are the things you're emotionally attached to, like all your photos that you house on your computer. Um, a couple of years ago, I scanned all my actual photos. I mean, this is going back decades. Scanned them all and have soft copies of them on my computer. But then just to be safe, I did another whole folder of all the photos. So I've really got two, you know, entire folders full of all my photos then we're talking hundreds hundreds probably thousands now of photos why did I feel I needed a second folder I'm not sure but that's probably something I need to look at too now you might be asking well why do we need to declutter digitally I mean we probably all fairly up with the fact there are some good benefits for needing to do a digital declutter First off, the most obvious is it speeds up your device. And 
I don't know about you, but I'm all for things going fast and having instant internet. Um, when I was away, they had a very dodgy Wi-Fi. <laughs> and even though I was using my phone and took my tablet, it was like 20 seconds to load a page. I don't know about this. <laughs> You know, so we get used to having things instantly. As soon as we click a button, we want it there. And if you've got a stuffed device, it's not going to work that well. And of course, you know, it boosts your productivity when you've got a streamlined workspace. That's what I find. When you know where everything is and you can find it as soon as you need it, that boosts your productivity without a doubt. And part of that is it improves your focus. And we're all about wanting to be focused and clear on the only thing that we need to be focused on at that moment. Isn't that right? And as a result of these things, productivity and focus, of course, it's going to reduce your stress and anxiety. Like I said earlier, for me, opening a computer and having um, the desktop full of files, my anxiety would go through the roof. That's why I knew a long time ago I can't work that way and I don't. So that's a decision I made. Maybe that doesn't bother you. That's fine. But I know for me what I need to do to reduce the stress and anxiety. Because when you do that, then you have more emotional energy. You might think, well, don't you mean physical, mental energy? Well, that's part of it. But emotionally, what happens when you declutter, and that means any sort of declutter, there's a weight that is lifted from you emotionally. Because without you realizing it, you're actually holding in your brain somewhere these files that are no longer required. They're up there somewhere. And as soon as you start to get rid of, get rid of, get rid of, then you have more energy with which to then prioritize what you need to do and get focused. So decluttering certainly helps you prioritize what's important to you and what you need to work on next. And in the process of a good digital decluttering, you may find lost files. I don't often have lost files because, as I said, I've got a fairly extensive system of putting things in folders. So it doesn't happen to me very often, but I know others I've worked with over the years, they can never find things. And I'll go and try and help them and they've got all sorts of things that I just don't have. like a desktop covered in folders and files anyway that's something I don't have to deal with um, because of the way I do things but you may you may find lost files that you thought oh I thought I'd lost that but there it is and that's also another reason you could do a declutter and the final benefit I find is it offers you a fresh start and a clean slate And for me, where I'm at right now, where I'm wanting to focus on one clear direction forward with my business, I want to remove all the other things that I've thought I might need or might be helpful. Let me keep that resource on hand, you know. want to get rid of it all because I've realized it's actually having an impact on me. An area that I'm really keen to um, look into and become more... Well, I guess it's Gmail. You know, if you're a Gmail person, and I have two Gmails, one's my business and one's my personal. Now I have subfolders under folders and um, two areas of my life that 
I'm most active in is online business and personal development. So under those two broad categories, I have a whole lot of subfolders. And I was just looking at the one under business today and there were a whole nine subfolders. And then under those subfolders, then I have other folders. And I'm thinking, this is madness. This is how when you get so organized or what I call over-organizing, it can actually be counterproductive. So I've been noticing how my feeling, and that's the cl clue always, that's the key. How do you feel when you actually have to decide where am I going to put that email? Which folder does it go in? Would it be best in that one? Or maybe it's that other one. And I'm finding my brain is starting to get fried. So now I'm thinking, would it be better for me to actually just have the two categories, business, personal development, and put everything that pertains to those in that? Maybe, I don't know, you haven't decided, but <laughs> that's the next thing, make a decision. Um, so as I was looking at this, I thought this, there's got to be some simple tips for digital decluttering that I can offer to you that might help you if this is something you're wanting to do. First thing I would suggest is to map out on paper your specific hierarchy. Now, everyone's got some hierarchy, you might be aware of it, you might just think, oh, I don't really know what that is. Decide what are the main things in your life that come across your computer regularly. It might be household bills, it might be, um, for me it's business, personal development, it might be to do with your family, they might send you emails. Whatever it is, have very broad categories and folders, like I do in, in Gmail, of, of what they are. And of course, I always have my labels in pretty colors, different colors, so I can quickly look and see all oh, that goes in that folder. Think about, do you need subfolders? I mean, I thought I did, but every time I go to get some new person, I've got to make another subfolder and there's just too many right now. Think about what's the least number of folders to be workable for you in your life and your business and, and go with that. I mean, this is always subject to change and if it doesn't work one way, try a different way. These are just some ideas that I have thought would be helpful to me. Second tip is to schedule time to actually do your digital declutter. Now you might say, I haven't got time, it's all too hard. And the reason we go there is because decluttering, no matter what sort of decluttering, requires a lot of decision making in the moment. Do I want this? Do I need this? Do I keep this? You know, that whole thing. And we're, we're so mentally exhausted from decision fatigue. It's a real thing. So I would suggest going to have a small amount of time. I'd suggest at least an hour to start with and put a timer on and as soon as the timer goes on go fast i would suggest working from the oldest files and folders back to your newest or however that works for you go fast and then that leads me to my third point don't overthink it just do it if you're not sure you want to get rid of something maybe put it in a folder that says check later or do later or whatever I wouldn't do a lot of that that's because then you're getting into another situation there's another folder I've got to look at I don't tend to do that I just make a decision and do it 
I mean, you've got to think, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen if you do delete something important? Could you not go back to the original where you got it from and find it again? Like me, you might think, I have no idea where I got that from. It's gone forever. But is everything, anything really that bad when it comes to online? Don't know. Anyway, that's probably all that I wanted to talk to you about today because I feel digital decluttering is something that we can often say, oh, it doesn't matter or it's, it's not obvious enough to be that bothersome. But it actually does have an impact, as I said earlier, on your emotional well-being. And I'm all about you've got to take care of yourself in this journey of life. So are you ready to do some digital decluttering like me? Let's get together, get rid of what no longer serves us, what we're no longer focusing on, so we can actually make a fresh start with a clean slate. And let's get to it ASAP. As always, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate whoever has gotten to the end of this. Um, and I appreciate the reviews I've had and friends who have said how much they've valued my um, tips and tricks and ideas. I trust it's been useful to you in some way. And always remember, make it simple, make it fun and always make it best for you. Bye for now.